Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and you are waking up with TSS. Fantasy. It's a beautiful morning. Time. It's time. It's time. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Fuck you got me up this damn early, Jason. <laughs> it's time. Waking up with TSS Fantasy, and man, I'm sorry about the little bit of delay to even start. You can tell it's too early for us. Welcome in, guys. Hope you're bringing up <laughs> energy because it's Big Game Sunday. Let's start the introductions. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Yeah, man, it's Sunday and Jesus is rising, but, you know, he was rising with a little bit of trouble this morning. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we're here and, you know, TSS Fantasy, we're ready to answer your start-sit questions. We're ready to run through the games for you, help you out, last-minute advice on your Sunday lineups. Um, if you need any more, like, reading advice, you know, it's way too early for you, go on to our website, tssfantasy.com. Check out our rankings. we got them all lined up there. You get three people to listen to. Some of us are right. Some of us are wrong. It don't matter, but most of the time I'm right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it's the morning. We made it, guys. Like, we're all up. So let's get going. Let's go. I like, I like, listen, I don't know what religion you practice, but my Jesus never has any problem rising in the morning. Also, welcome into the studio, Fred DeJester Reyes. Good morning, everyone. TSS Jester, follow me on Twitter, at TSS Jester. It is early, my eyes are puffy, I need, I need, to, I need my cup of coffee. But listen, it's never too early to talk about football. A lot of big games this week. I am so excited. Even my arch rivals have a big game today. Big, big game for sure. Let's also welcome into the studio, Greg OJ, the juice is loose mayor. Good morning, everybody. I don't know what Freddie's talking about. It, it's, it, it can't be too early to talk about football. <laughs> we can wait till about 7, 8 o'clock. 6 o'clock is way too early for me. But I love Justin's energy this morning because he kind of pecked me up. So, Let's get it going, man. Uh, I'm ready for some football. My Jets won last week. Like Freddie said, our rivals have a good game this week. I'm ready, man. Let's get it going. Yeah, big game for sure. All right, so again, um, as Justin alluded to, it's Sunday. So if you want to get shopping on rankings, go to tssfantasy.com. I have my rankings up there according to Fred, though. Fred gave me his, so that's what's up there right now. Because that's, the that's the only rankings you'll ever see from Freddie. Um, also, don't forget... Hit the subscribe button if you're watching. Hit subscribe. We're giving away Chris Johnson, CJ, 2K Football, 
hit subscribe. We're giving it away. It's very easy just to get involved. Also, go to Underdog Fantasy. Lots of fun daily contest on there. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double your deposit up to $100. And we have some great contests going on as well, so make sure you want to check that out as well. And do not forget, also, we are right now on the Fantasy Football Network, so you want to check out all their great assortment of shows on there. And, of course, don't forget, we are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. We have everything from uh, racing to wrestling. We got it all for you, so make sure you check us out there as well. All right, so it's Sunday. We got to start off with some weather. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone all the dark clouds that at me now. It's going to be a bright, 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 just snow this is flurries it's coming down and it clearly affected matthew stafford truly hope it's a sun shiny day down in south florida cannot wait to get there but be that let that be said today the dome games the ones we don't have to worry about whether kc plays at indy you got detroit at minnesota jacksonville at the chargers and rams at arizona all those indoors, so if you got kickers, definitely start them in those matchups. Don't need to worry about any weather in it. Good stuff there. All right, so going to the rest of the games, Houston at Chicago. It's 66 degrees already? I can't believe it. Wow, that sounds fun. 12-mile-an-hour wind, so might you know it's the windy city. Might affect a little bit of the kicking. Uh, mostly cloudy skies today from what it reads. Um, right as of now, also Raiders at Titans, 76 degrees, 8-mile-an-hour winds. Um, so nothing really effective there. It says mostly cloudy, but we'll see if a storm rolls in, stuff like that. Bills at the Dolphins again. That's why I'm like shocked it's 66 anywhere. 88 degrees. We're still hot and humid down in here, guys. So I got the tank top on. I'm ready to rumble. Nine mile an hour winds. We do have that um, tropical storm, hurricane, whatever. And by the way, people, I mean, every it's so funny, you know. I literally went to Publix the other day, and they're already out of water. Like, why? Why? What's wrong with you people? It, we, we've been through this a thousand times. It's no big deal. Every time, you just overstock on water. That's all you do. Anyway, <laughs> let me get, get off my high horse. I also had to stand in line for free. Or not stand in line. I sit in line for gas, too. Like, what is wrong with people? It's the newbies, Jason. It's the newbies. It's just craziness. Anyway, Ravens at the Patriots. Um, well, by the way, I just want to talk about the Dolphin game, by the way. If we do get a, something out of there, listen, like I said, we're used to this. Miami's used to this. It's just another everyday storm. So no big deal if one rolls through the game. Ravens at Patriots, 68 degrees, 9 miles an hour winds, and it's overcast. Nothing really sounds like it affected there. Bengals at the Jets, 72 degrees, 10 mile an hour winds, and mostly cloudy. Eagles at Commander, 77 degrees, 11-mile-an-hour winds, mostly cloudy there as well. Saints at the Panthers at 74 degrees, 10-mile-an-hour winds and overcast. So it sounds like a theme across the United States today, around 10-mile-an-hour winds pretty much everywhere. Falcons at Seahawks, 6-mile-an-hour winds, partly cloudy, 73 degrees. Going to this Packers and Bucks, a later kickoff, it's 87 degrees um, and 7-mile-an-hour winds, but again, as um, as we get in later into these afternoon games, that's when you really do see storms kick up, especially here in Florida. So you might want to expect one in this one could even things out a little bit. 
Um, but again, we'll see how that how that goes. 49ers at the Broncos, 76 degrees, six mile an hour winds and clear. And on Monday night, 66 degrees, 10 mile an hour winds and clear. So we got a fun Monday night game um, as well. All right. So we got a lot of injuries to talk about. We got an injury expert in the building. Let's bring in Brian Scott and hear about today's injuries. All right, Brian Scott from the Injured List podcast. Welcome into the studio, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Bright and early this morning. Yes, we appreciate your ability to get up with us. I'm, you know, I'm surprised about these other guys. I knew you'd be on time, <laughs> but I do appreciate you. And again, once again, as the NFL turns, the injury list starts popping up. So, what do we got on today's questionable guys and the guys that are out? Well, well, my list just keeps growing by the day here. Uh, it's getting really long as we get into the, the week three. Um, quickly, I'll try and run through a bunch of guys that are going to be playing that we, you know, have been on the fence the last couple of weeks and may have missed some time. Uh, Michael Pittman has been cleared. Apparently he was full practice uh, yesterday and um, Friday and will be a full go this week. So that's good for news for uh, um, Pittman fans. Uh, Alec Pierce also has cleared concussion protocol. So Colts get two guys back in action this weekend, which is good news for them. Um, George Kittle, I think he's going to play this week. He has some limited practice, but took some full reps as well. Sounds like he's been removed from the injured list. I think we would finally see him suit up. Good news for uh, Justin there. <laughs> um, Ravens, uh, D- D- Duvernay, Justin Duvernay, uh, I'm sorry, Devin Duvernay, has been cleared uh, of concussion protocol, full practice on Friday. We should see him suit up as well. Now, when we get to the questionables, there's a ton of questionables. <laughs> and I got to be honest, I'm on the fence about a lot of these guys, too. It's been it's been really unclear as to a lot of the teams are being very coy about their decision making processes heading into week three here. Um, big names, though, Justin Herbert, man, he's he's apparently dealing with this rib injury. It looked pretty bad. Uh, he was having a hard time throwing during the week in practice and was doing really limited light throws. There's been some reports, and I hope this is false that he might actually get an injection similar to Tyrod Taylor a few years ago by the same physician who did that injection, which caused a collapsed lung. So uh, I I don't know if we're going to see him in action. I'm actually thinking he might not suit up. This could be a true game time decision. Uh, So pay attention to that because he looked really, really bad shape uh, during the week. And and after that injury last week. So um, that's something to keep a very close eye on. Uh, James Conner, running back for the Cardinals, had a ankle injury. He's been listed as questionable, uh, has some limited practice Thursday and Friday. Apparently, according to head coach, he's going to test the ankle in warm-ups. But this is an ankle I think that he's had some issues with in the past. I I think he might be ready to go. If he does see action, it could be limited. So that's another one to keep a close eye on. When I deployed, I didn't realize that even the air I was breathing was dangerous. Since coming home, I've watched friends get sick and struggle to get the support they deserve. But now, that's finally changing. We're eligible for new VA health care and benefits based on when and where we served. Even though I feel okay, I'm going to apply. For my sake and for my family. Learn more and apply today. Visit va.gov slash p-a-c-t. Um... Some other guys, uh, Alvin Kamara, he missed time last week due to a rib injury as well. Limited practice the last couple of days, but he's expected to play. Given his history, he's 
very rarely missed time due to injury throughout his entire career, which is pretty impressive as a running back. So I do expect him to suit up. Could see some limited snaps, though, so that's something to keep an eye on during the game. Um, Gabe Davis, uh, he's listed as uh, questionable, but uh, if you ask him, he's 100% playing against the Dolphins Week 3. So I expect him to suit up. Sounds like it was a mild ankle injury that he was dealing with. Um, so I expect him to be back. No, another guy that's kind of really on the fence that I'm still up in the air about is Keenan Allen. Uh, wide receiver Chargers had a hamstring injury, um, had some limited practice Wednesday, Thursday, but then again, but then didn't practice on Friday. But the word is that he's still going to play. Um, you know, I've said it before, hamstring injuries are something you don't want to mess around with. He's he's already missed one week. Sounds like he's been stated slated as being in there. Uh, again, another one to keep an eye on. Guys that are out. Guys that are out, some big names. Uh, I don't think Dalton Schultz is going to be suiting up against the Giants on Monday Night Football, given the, even given the extra rest days here. Um, still dealing with a PCL sprain. It's not as severe as an ACL sprain, but still significant. Um, he's still kind of getting just one day of limited practice on Saturday so far, so I'm not sure he's going to play. Julio Jones didn't practice Wednesday, Thursday, then apparently had limited practice Friday. Man, I am so open to hear about him. Uh, I, I don't know if they have him listed as out. I think he's actually listed as questionable, but... Um, you know, the way things have been going with him recently, I'm not so sure. Uh, Jerry Judy, this is a guy that's dealing with a rib and a shoulder injury, had some limited practice Friday, limited as questionable. Sounds like he's doing everything possible to get back on the field. Um, I, I think he might be out there, uh, but he, he, he has been questionable this week. Um, some surprises, uh, two surprises, two big ones. Van Jefferson and Sammy Watkins both ended up on IR out of the blue. Uh, <laughs> Van Jefferson has been dealing with an injury for like three weeks came off of uh, arthroscopic knee surgery and it set, they were making it like it was not a big deal. But then all of a sudden, he on week three, they put him on IR, which is weird. So he's out for the next four weeks, minimum. Uh, Sammy Watkins, too. Like, all of a sudden, he had this hamstring injury. And then, boom, two days after they announced the injury, he's on IR. Mm. So, again, big blow for the Packers there. Uh, they're getting hit with some massive injuries to the receiving core, which is already <laughs> took it a hit with the departure of a couple of guys. So, um, those are some of the big names. Uh, if you guys have any other questions, shoot. Yeah. So I think just things to note, uh, for fantasy perspective, um, you know, looking at that chargers game, I might even change my damn pick if Justin Herbert don't go, uh, cause that Jaguar defense pretty good. But again, you know, something about that East coast going to West coast, still believe in that. Um, uh, but chase Daniel, if you need somebody in a pinch, um, he's going to be out there. Something that you also noted, Brian, with the with Sammy Watkins now gone, um, somebody is going to step up on that Packers offense. So you know who is it, who is it going to be? I couldn't tell you. Um, where you're rolling the dice, but it's going to be someone's going to see an extra up, uptick in targets because you saw he was targeting um, Sammy Watkins quite a bit last week. Um, anyone got anything for Brian before we head out? Oh uh, yeah, I got one for him. Yes, sir. Because I I, I'm, I apologize ahead of time if you already said it, Brian, but James Connor. Did yeah. uh did he already have a I know he was a game time decision, but that's another one. It's like a four o'clock game. So it's like one of those things where you gotta start slotting people in. You gotta figure out if you wanna like give it a chance with this guy or not. So what's the look outlook for him? Well, it, it sounds like he's dealt with injury uh to the to his ankles in the past. Um I'm not sure if this is the same one he's had repeated injuries on or not. So, you know, when you have guys like this that have these repeated ankle injuries, they probably and he's a veteran, so I, I don't suspect that he'll have any issue getting back on the field the question is 
um, whether or not the team is going to let up. Uh, and this truly could be one of those game time decisions. That's what the head coach uh, for the Cardinals was uh, stated as saying, uh, that he's going to test it out, quote unquote, uh, in warmups. Um, but a guy with uh, his experience and having dealt with this in the past, it, it's a good sign that he's probably going to be in there. The question is the usage. I mean, is he going to get a full workload like he normally would? And my guess is probably not. Yeah, you'll probably see more of a three-headed monster today, I would assume. Um, you know, and again, in a big fantasy bonanza game, so not not bad to, you know, honestly even put any of those guys in your slot depending on who it is. Go ahead, Greg, what you got? Um, I'm not sure Brian touched on him, but Leonard Fournette, I heard he was questionable too, and he had some hamstring issues going into um, today's game. Any word yeah. on him? Yeah, so, I mean, this again, this is a, a Wiley vet. You know, he's probably dealt with injuries throughout the course of his career. Hamstring injury has not uh, kept him off the field last week. He was limited in practice, and I think this is just more precautionary, him being a veteran, knowing what to do, how to take care of himself. He's expected to play. Um, I, I think we'll see a similar workload to what he had last week. Yeah, it's you know they're going to have to lean on him today. You talked I mean, since we're on the injuries. I mean, the whole Bucks uh, receiving core seems to be injured. So, um, you know, today we'll see who comes out. We talked about Cole Beasley being their big signing this week. I mean, he you know you know how he plays in PPR. We'll see how much he's used today, but he could be an interesting um, option for you, especially next week on the waiver wire, depending on the injury status, of course, of Julio Jones and everyone else. All right, Brian. Well, again, I appreciate. Oh, sorry, Fred. What you got? I just want to make sure that I can finally start J.K. Dobbins after all this time. Oh, man. You know, can I start him and leave him in the lineup or what? I, I personally wouldn't start him. Um, and that's my personal opinion. Professional opinion, he might see some snaps this week. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, the guy's been doing a full practice now for the past two weeks. But, you know, I've been saying all along that he's not ready to go uh, way back into the preseason. And – um. Man, they they've been saying for the last two weeks that he's like ready to go. He's been listed as questionable. He hasn't suited up though. Uh, it's a gamble. It's a gamble. I think he still needs about another week or two. And I that's what I said at least last week. Um, I mean, yeah, he's been logging full practices, but he's coming off major knee injury, major surgery. Um, he never looked ready to me in the preseason. So I don't know if the next last couple of weeks have been enough. But uh, they keep listing him as questionable. Yeah, and it'd be the matchups interesting. I don't know if I'd start him either. With the Patriots, though, are giving their 17th against fantasy running backs this year. So, you know, and again, it's only a small sample size, but he could be an interesting play maybe in the flex spot, depending on how the game goes. But I definitely, I definitely want to start him. He might be a guy that you got to wait and see if the proof is in the pudding. You know what I mean? Like, I might not even start him, even if we know he's going to play, until you see what, what kind of results you get the first time out. Right, unless you're desperate at the play, which maybe Freddie is, Risky then, Fred. you know, that might. <laughs> All right, Brian, we appreciate you. Appreciate you getting up with us this morning, waking up with TSS. Um, let everybody know where they can find you um, and get all your great content the rest of the week. Well, you'll find me back in bed in another few minutes here uh, <laughs> today, anyway. But normally, uh, I'm pretty active on Twitter at host Brian Scott. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook at the Injured List Podcast. You can check out my website, InjuredList.com. And, of course, you can find me on Belly Up Media Network. Uh, I do some articles during the week uh, on the fantasy site with a couple of guys, and I do some sh- other shows as well with the Belly Up Network throughout the week. So you can catch me on those shows as well. Awesome. Well, Brian, I promise you, in your bed is the last place I'll be looking. We appreciate you. Uh, we'll look for you next week and hope you have a great Sunday um, and get back in bed, bro. All right. Let's Take get, care, guys. Thank you, sir. Let's get to the mailbag. 
You've got mail. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. All right, I'm going to pose this question because my boy Ilio brings us up every week, it seems like. <laughs> but I think I think last time I went to Greg, so I'm going to go to you, Justin, on this one. Same question for Ilio this week. He wants to know, full PPR, Howard, <laughs> Henderson, or... <laughs> every week, bro, every week you come to the same decision. What do you got for him this week? What do you think on the matchups? What do you like better? Yeah, I, I love that he comes to us every week for the flex, you know? Like, he's over here just like, hey, I need the flex. Give me, <laughs> give me an answer. Um, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, this week, you know, I'm for me, I look at Hall and Pollard being the ones that are getting the uptick in uh, touches. Henderson's been good, but Cam Akers, as he's worked his way back, he's been kind of splitting the touches with him. So you're kind of looking for the touchdown there with Henderson. With Hall, I see he's getting more of the passing upside and the running up upside, and then Pollard obviously showed what he could do last week. Uh, with this one, I think I'm going to go Pollard just because of the matchup. I like Pollard against the Giants a lot better than I like Hall against the Bengals right now. And nothing against, you know, my boys over there with the Jets hats on, but – um I do like uh, Pollard against that juicy uh, Giants defense. So I think I'm going to go with Pollard on this one. All right. Good one. Speaking of juicy, getting right back into this matchup with this question. For you, Greg, stay at home, Thad Show. He wants to know in a half PPR, would you go CD Lamb or Gabe Davis? Man, this is a tough one because Gabe Davis is coming you know, back from injury. And CD Lamb has not shown up so far this season. So. <sighs> You know what? Because I like the Bills and I like the offense and how they, you know, Josh Allen just slinging the ball. I'm gonna go with Gabe Davis. He said he's 100, percent like Brian said. So roll with Gabe Davis on this one. Yeah, I like Gabe Davis today. Um, have of a decent play. Play. I don't even start him in my home league. Uh, that's okay. It doesn't matter because you know what? We didn't talk about it on uh, with Brian, but that Bills defense is beat the hell up too now. So watch out for Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. They this would be fireworks down in Miami. I hope. All right, Fred, this one's to you from Tone Coloni or Cologne, either one. Will DK Metcalf ever haul eight catches, 100-plus yards, one or two touchdowns in a game this season? Do you believe in, <laughs> do you believe in DK Metcalf? Absolutely. The, the sun shines on the dog's butt every once in a while. Even Jordan lost the game once in a while. So, absolutely. Uh, there's going to be a time when he's going to go off and everybody's going to be good at home. 100%. All right. 
Like it. All right. He says, believe in the Metcalf. All right. Back to you, Justin, from JBay31. Got Tony Pollard in here again. So you got Tony <laughs> Pollard, Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, uh, I can't even say his name this morning. Travis Etienne and um, or yeah, one of those three right there. Oh, he, he also gave me two more options. He's like, also, I have Brandon Ayuk. Well, yeah, well, I, I, think he was, I think he was actually asked. I was going to ask that after because I think he wants to know so, between those two guys. So Gabe Davis for sure. Okay. I like uh, Gabe Davis in this. Like like OJ said, it's going to be a game, man, and they're going to need to be scoring in this one. Like Coop said, the back end is bad with the Bills, so you're going to need to keep up with the points. Um, Man, this one. This one right here, I I want to go Jeff Wilson Jr. so much, but I know Debo's going to be poaching them touchdowns. So, you know, it hurts me to pass up on my man Jeff, but I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Pollard again. I think Pollard's got the better matchup. Um, ETN, until you show me that you can get running back one touches, I ain't gonna go with you, son. It's just it's just gonna be a picky game of like, are you gonna do good this week? Are you gonna do bad this week? You know, until he usurps uh, James Robinson, I'm gonna stick with Pollard on this one because I know he's getting more touches now with Zeke kind of breaking down. It's a motto of our show: consistency is what is key in fantasy. Um, ETN again, no consistency so far. So yeah, I agree with you there. All right, this one's for you, Greg. This is from Walsh's Washed Ass. He wants to know Jimmy <laughs> Garoppolo or Tom Brady. <laughs> I don't even want to answer this damn question. Man. It's washed, what? at least. It's not stinky, so. But what? This is, yeah, this is washing it, though. <laughs> um, this is tough, man, because, you know, you want to go with the GOAT, but he has no weapons. He's down to, like, his fifth-string wide receiver. Leonard Fournette is, you know, hanging on with his hamstrings. <sighs> Justin's going to like this one. I'm going to go with Jimmy G. Mm. Um, you know, it's going to be a Sunday night game under the lights. He has Debo. He has Brandon. You know, he has uh, Jeff Wilson. Marlon Mack may make an appearance. So, I, I like the weapons that's around Jimmy G. He knows the offense. So I'm going to go with Jimmy G. Yes, Justin. <laughs> and Greg, you, you forgot the most important one. He's got his best friend, George, George Kittle, Kittle, back. Yeah, yeah he's true. got his best friend. <laughs> Brittle Kittle, we'll see how long he lasts. All right, this is to Fred. This is from Trading Joe. He wants two of three in PPR. Mike Williams, Debo Samuel, or Michael Pittman Jr.? Yeah, looking at his notes. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing uh, I don't the matchups. Denver, and then you got to see Mike, oh, the Chargers. Well, I'll go with the Chargers. I, I, I believe Herbert plays at one and one. I, I, I can't see them taking a loss this early in the season, falling behind in the AFC West. So I'm definitely going with Williams. Uh, Pittman Jr., uh, oh, Jesus. Um, you know what? I'm going Michael Pittman Jr. You have to fling the ball with the Chiefs. have to throw the ball back and forth. You have to, man. That's the only way you're going to beat the Chiefs. You're not going to hand it off all games to Jonathan Taylor and try to win. Oh, so I'm going with Pittman, Michael Williams. I can't do Demo. Hmm. Ah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Michael, Mike Williams might sit the best for me if Justin Herbert doesn't play. That's a big key to this question. So obviously, trading yeah. Joe, make sure you watch up and watch the injury report because that makes a big difference. I would go with defense. Yeah. Slouch. That's why I didn't go with D is good. There's yeah, you got a good point there. And you're right, Mike, you know, KC's DLs and all that great. They're gonna have to keep up with them. So you're not wrong in the Mike on uh, I'm just you know, the Mike Williams thing for me is just kind of up in the air depending on, Ke- on who Keenan talking. Allen is back too. So that's another thing to factor in. Right. He goes back to being the two. 
That's true. Yeah, and and, but and Freddie might Debo, be a spot. And Debo gets carries in the backfield, man. They, that's a Swiss Army knife, man. That's very Debo's true. And he, and Justin touches. said, Justin said, you know, they like giving it to him and around the goal line also. So yeah, I think I definitely would play Debo for sure. So but that's the thing. Not, Debo and Pittman, and that's said Williams and Pittman. All right. Yeah, yeah. I I would just go Debo yeah. for sure. All right, let's go to Dean's <laughs> disappoint disappointed disappointed season. It's two of three, half PPR. I can see why you're disappointed. You need yeah. to make a trade, bro, if you're getting two of these three. But, um, Justin, who would you play two of these three? Um, Damian Pierce today, um, Travis Etienne, or Melvin Gordon? All right, so I'm just going to make this easy. I'm not playing Gordon. Uh, I remember we talked about Gordon versus Williams this week. I think Gordon is the one that's odd out on this one because 49ers are historically good against the run, and it hasn't changed this year. Um but, you know, Javante is the only one getting passes out of the backfield for Denver. So he's got the upside there. ETN, I think he could eat today, but I'm not certain about it. And then Pierce, I think he could definitely have his breakout game. He's actually my breakout watch for today because he's playing that lackluster Bears defense. And I think that they try and get him into the end zone for his first rookie touchdown today. So I'm going to go with Pierce. I'm going to go with ETN because he has the upside of catching the ball as well as running it. I like how Nick put that game is interestingly boring, and he's totally right. I mean, I'm very interested to see how both these offenses play against their not-so-good defenses, so this could be one of those good fantasy games to throw in there. So so, a note about this before we move on. Both these teams are tied for eighth worst against the run or against the running back in fantasy. They're both tied at Uh, 21.4 points they allow to a fantasy (laughs) opposing running back. Could be a decent play for sure, indeed, especially Montgomery also. All right, let's go to you, Greg. This one was actually, I think, meant for you. Jets just suck. That's what he's – he wants to know, TJ Hawkinson or Irv Smith Jr. Didn't specify PPR or not, though, unfortunately. Jason, why you always give me these people, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Other ones watching his ass. This is coming from me and Freddie. I, I just really, honestly, I just put him in a row, and we just, you know, I just go down. It, it's nothing. It just, it just happened to be your turn. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, these are tough. Um, I like Irv Smith. I like Irv Smith from when the season started. Um, I think with that offense they got in Minnesota, that he's going to get touches in the red zone. So, but Hawkinson, uh, he hasn't shown up so far this season. So. I'm going to go Irv Smith. I'm going to flip the coin because you're going to say Jets suck. So you don't know which one I'm really telling you to pick. <laughs> so you pick. He might, be, that? he might be setting you up there. Right. Jets just suck. All right, let's go our defensive guy for the last defensive question to you, Fred. Who would you – this is Dan Defensive Stan. It's Bengals or Cowboys D today. You got Bengals. Um, you know, I forgot. I was about to say playing the Jets, destroying the Jets today. And then Cowboys playing the Giants. Oh, man. Why you do me like this? Oh, man. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, Bengals D. Well, let's see. Joe Flacco's been on a tear lately. Uh, He's playing for his life and his job. So, um, I'm going to go start the yeah. – the, the fandom, <laughs> is, the fandom <laughs> is making him three think this one. Yes, I, I'm going to have to go with – there <laughs> go once again. Your fans are. Hey, if it's gonna be anything like the Cleveland game, it's gonna be like thirty-two to thirty. That's what I've been hearing lately. 
even though I think the Jets are going to win, I think it's going to be back and forth. Yeah, well, we'll talk. We're going to talk about. We're going to get into the games. Uh, I don't think it's going to be back and forth at all. But let's get it. Speaking of, what a great transition. Let's get into our weekly breakdown. Breakdown. Okay, my friend, here we go. It is Ravens at the Patriots. Patriots lead this series 11-4. to Now, the last time these teams played, Patriots won 23-17. to I wrote the over-under and the Chiefs, um, over-under the Chiefs game, I think. It's 50.5 because I have Chiefs by five in this, so. Um, hopefully I didn't write down the odds uh, on all the games, but I definitely did on that one. Justin, talk about this game. Who do you like in the matchup? It's the Ravens versus the Patriots? Yes, sir. All right. So I like the Ravens in this one. The weapons are more dynamic on that team. Um, you know, the defense, I don't think they're going to want to – I think they're going to want to shut this down early. You know, everybody's thinking now with the Dolphins coming back 28 points that that secondary was just piss poor. That secondary was really good for the first three quarters, and then it just decided to uh, go take a nap somewhere on the sidelines and not come back refreshed. So I think that they try and shut this down early. Uh, Mac Jones lacks dynamic weapons, so I think that they're going to be, you know, they're going to be down early in this game, and it's probably not going to be a super high-scoring game, but it's not going to be close. Greg, who so you I'm like? Going to go for Ravens. Um, I like the Ravens. Listen, Matt Jones is no Tua, right, Jason? That's right. <laughs> he sure ain't. And they don't have the weapons, I think, more importantly. There's no weapons in pass, and I think the, the Ravens are pissed off of what happened last week. So I think they come out and they lay the wood down on, on the Patriots. Fred, how about you? I totally agree. You got embarrassed in the fourth quarter last week. I think you step up this week, and I do, do, do believe J.K. Dobbins helps a little bit gets McCarry. Yeah, I, you know, Justin, one thing I will say, though, I do believe that secondary is not that good. I think that's their Achilles heel. I mean, they're dead last against fantasy QBs and receivers. So, um, you know, I don't think that's just a one game. I don't think that's just one game, bro. I think that's there's some. That problems. was inflated. <laughs> I think it was a little inflated, but again, it's two. It's a two game. You know, again, it's a small sample size, but I, you know, when you leave Tyree Kill wide open in the fourth quarter, your defense has problems. Period. So again, I agree with you guys. Though at the end of the day, we all like Ravens in this matchup to bounce back. Which, by the way, before I get into all of that, week two last week, look at that. We had two guys at 10 and 6. Greg and Nick went 9 and 7. And our fantasy, Jesus, is 8 and 8 at least. So overall, right now, look, we got a little tie at the top. Greg and Nick are tied 20 and 12. I'm right behind 19 and 13. Greg right behind me at 18. I mean, nobody's really out of it. We got a long way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys send me gift cards so I can take my wife to dinner. He's already started. All right, so here we go. Bills at America's team, the Miami Dolphins. I am purposely not going to do this one before I get too excited. The Dolphins lead this series 61-54-1. and we know about the Bills' history as of late. They have dominated Miami 7-1 and one in the last eight. And like I said, every time at home, the Bills have come to dominate the Dolphins. Now, the line has changed a lot. I noticed it was up high. It's starting to come down with all these uh, problems on the Bills' defensive side. So right now, it's by the Bills by 4.5, and, and the over-under is 53. Greg, who you like in the matchup? Well, I think the Bills are going to con- continue their dominance over the over the Dolphins, but 
with Micah Hyde not being there, and that came that news came in late, man. I think it's gonna be a fantasy bonanza, like Jason says, right? We got Josh Allen, the number two quarterback in fantasy. Two is number five. You got Tyreek Hill and Waddle, top ten wide receivers. Stephon Diggs is number one overall. It's gonna be a shootout, but. I think the Bills continue on, and I got the Bills. Not big, but it's going to be a close one. Fred, who you like? The Bills. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to, he's going to throw it, man. He's going to sling it. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen definitely, like I said, he made a highlight reel down in Miami. I hope they've been playing that all night long so they can get themselves fired up for today. Justin, what say you? you what do you like? Yeah, I mean – this defense is going to be nicked up and banged up. I mean, you lost your two safeties. You lost your starting corner. Uh, I'm still picking Bills, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than anybody else ever thought it was going to be. Listen, I'm going to tell you guys, honestly, like I, you know, I've been, like I said, perivial other foot to drop. You know what I mean? Like I, it's always something with the Dolphins for me, um, especially down with this particular game. But as these injuries start to pile up, man, I'm starting to smell it. I'm starting to feel it. This is going to be that game. Yes, I am going Miami. Nick, I'm not the lone wolf, believe it or not, though, because Nick also likes the Dolphins as well in this matchup. So like you mentioned, Justin, no, your starting defensive tackle, Jordan Phillips, up the middle, gone. You have two safeties gone. You got a corner gone. Trust me, this Miami offense is definitely watching that for sure. I cannot wait for today. Going to be a fun game. All right, let's go to the next one. Bengals at the Jets. The Jets lead the series 18 to 10. These teams played last year. The Bengals, I'm sorry, the Jets won 34 to 31. I was just kind of used yep. to saying someone else won over that the was Jets. Mike White game. The Bengals um, are favored by six, and the over under in this matchup is 45. Uh, Fred, excuse me, who you like in the matchup? The Jets, baby. Let's go. I t- this is it. Listen, man. The only way you see progress is by winning. We are one and one. If you win this game, you'll turn some people's heads. Let's go, Jets. You can do it. Mm, let's go, Jets. Let's see if you can do it, though. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa. Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Uh, You can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Greg, or excuse me, Justin, who do you like in the matchup? 
Uh, Mike White's not going to be their savior ass this week. So I'm going to say this is the get right game for Joe Burrow. I love you guys, but it ain't going to happen. Joe Burrow gets his ass right, gets on track with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, and absolutely burns that ass today. I agree totally. OJ, what say you? <laughs> Burn that ass. There's a lot of ass on today. <laughs> but I think the Jets are going to win this game, and I think that shitty offensive line that the Bengals have is going to be the Achilles heel. And the Jets got some young pass rushers that are going to attack them. So, of course, I'm going with my hometown Jets. Jared Wilson looks good. Brees Hall looks good. J-E-T-S. Let's go. Fred and the homers obviously go with the homer pick. The rest of us go Bengals because we're smart. We're the smart people. All right, let's go on to the interestingly boring game, as uh, as Nick put it. Texans at the Bears. Texans lead this series, surprisingly enough, 4-1. to one. The last time these teams played, though, was in 2020. Bears won 36-7. Although it was Mitch Trubisky, uh, David Montgomery had a huge game as well. Texans are favored by three. The over-under is 39. Justin, well, who you got? Uh, yeah, this one I got the Texans. I still do not think the Bears understand what they have in Justin Fields. And until they do, they will not win with Justin Fields. So I'm going to go with the Texans in this one. I think it's a Damian Pierce breakout game. And I think Davis Mills does just enough to lock up the win. Yeah, I like actually both t- uh, teams fantasy-wise. I think they're, I got a lot of good plays in this matchup. Um, uh, Greg, excuse me, what say you? Yeah, this is a this is a – not an exciting game to talk about, but I did pick the Bears, and it's because of Justin Fields. I like the way he's been playing. I like the way that the offense is going or coming around with him, so I'm going Bears. Fred, what say you? Davis Mills uh, Fields. He hasn't run a wide receiver. He doesn't. There's, it's way going Houston. Fields ain't got nobody to throw to. Well, maybe Montgomery will do okay, but I think it's Houston. Houston's going to show up today. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think their offense is a little more. But Davis Mills, and you know, hasn't been quite the guy that we saw last year, quite frankly. Um, so, I, you know, again, we go – and by the way, revenge game for Lovey Smith, by the way. Um, but I still like the Bears at home. This goes back to that Patriots-Steelers analysis when you got kind of two like teams. I go with the home team. I like the Bears in the matchup. All right, let's go Raiders at Titans. Raiders lead series 30-21. to Last time these two teams played was 2019. Titans won 42 to 21. Titans are favored by two in the matchup. The over under is 45 and a half. What say you, Greg? Well, I labeled this snooze fest part one because it's just this game is not sexy this week. It's not like, eh, but I mean, I like Devontae and Waller to have a lot of targets this week because there's no Hunter Renfro. Um, so I'm expecting a big game from, um, you know, Derek Carr. And when is Ken Henry going to show up? When is he going to show up this season? Like, it's – it doesn't look good. That Liz Frank really, like, you know, got him going in the wrong direction. So, I'm sorry, Freddie. But I got um the Raiders in this one. Carr and Adams, I expect a big game for them this week. Raiders 29th against fantasy Q- – or running back, excuse me. I think Derrick Henry gets off today to answer your question. Uh, Fred, what say you? I totally agree. You're not going to hold them down three games in a row. They're at home. Weather's nice. Nice for running backs. I'm going Tennessee this time. Justin, before we go to you, we have a question. I'll leave it up to you guys as well. Got a tough question for you there. Herbert, Mariota, or Tua? Tua! I'll go with Tua. I'm going with Tua. What, Justin? 
Oh, man, this is a tough one because I actually like Mariota this week. But, you know, if Herbert – man, what time is the Miami game? It's Jason? 1. So it's, it's 1, and then you got the 4 yeah, o'clock. Exactly. So, yeah. Gonna have to uh, make I'd, it go, early. I'd, I'd go to a – I'd go to a. What do you say, uh, Fred? Man, Herbert, if he plays in a great game for him to kill the Jags. Mariota's uh, – I can't – you can't come off my mouth, Tua. <laughs> yeah, he got to say it, Tua. I agree, obviously, not because it's America's team, but even if Justin Herbert goes, as you guys keep saying, you guys saw what he in that whatever fourth quarter when he tried to make a throw. That's painful for him. I don't see them even throwing a lot. They don't need. They won't need to against the Jags, uh, maybe. So, Mariota, like I said, there's a question there because he does have a good matchup, but you got to go Tua with the injuries on the Bills side. All right, Justin, who we like going back to the Raiders-Titan matchup? Thank you for the question, Taylor. Uh, 100%. This is going to be a get right game for somebody. You know, both teams can't afford to go 0 and 3. Um, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go Titans this week. I think the Titans get it done. Tannehill is not as bad as he showed against the Bills. I think the Bills were just superior on defense. Um, he needs to get right with Traylon Burks and Derek Henry needs to get right in this game. And I think Derek Carr, here's my hot take. I think he's great for fantasy, but he is terrible as a clutch quarterback. He could not get it done last week. I'm going Titans. So we got a Titans trio and two Raiders today. So the autumn wind not blowing for the Las Vegas team today. All right, Fred, let's go to you for your favorite QB chiefs at Colts. Um, this could I think this game might be a little closer than people might think. Colts lead the series 17 to 10. The Chiefs are favored by five and a half, and the over-under in this matchup is 50 and a half. What do you say, Fred? I'm one of the people that uh I'm I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I don't think this is gonna be a good game. I think the Chiefs dominate them, beat them badly. I, I don't know what's going on with the Colts, but they need to be fixed. I, I, you know, Pittman's back for his first game. If it was next week, it might have been a little bit closer. I'm going Chiefs. Okay, well, for, uh, excuse me, Justin, what say you? Yeah, I kind of agree with Fred on this one. I think it might be close on the score, but I don't think it's going to be close in the actual game. I think the Colts are going to have to be climbing back a lot in this game. And, you know, they got Pittman, which is going to be good for fantasy. But uh, at the end of the day, the Colts have really struggled, you know, on defense. And no Shaq Leonard again this week. So I think that the Patrick Mahomes is going to absolutely go off on them. Greg? Jeez. Pat Mahomes, that's it, baby. I love the way he's playing this season. Yeah, it's a clean sweep across the board. However, I do think this game is going to be a little closer um, than people think. I think the Colts get right today. I think that you're going to see a lot of a good Jonathan Taylor. You're going to see a good Michael Pittman. Matt Ryan's going to have a decent game. Um, this is going to go back and forth, like I said. So it's going to be closer if I was playing the odds, I guess, if you would. I definitely would take the Colts in this one. All right, let's go. Uh, we're going to take a quick break from all of our breakdown. Let's hear from Jay's plug of the week what are you talking about you don't want mcdonald's mcdonald's is delicious it's an american institution Chip away my life you're making sense you're already fat anyway oh hell no oh. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. How's it going? Jay the Plug here, trying to get this in for you as quickly as possible. I need to uh, make sure this gets done for TSS before the football games start. And there's one this evening. But that game doesn't matter to me. 
my plug for this week is Leonard Fournette. Yes, he has been a little slow, but with every wide receiver, it seems to be out in Tampa Bay, he's probably going to be getting a pretty hefty workload, which I really hope he does. Uh, also, that being said, Rashad Perryman. Rashad Perryman was limited, but will play. And with all their top receivers out, excuse me, I'm driving as I'm doing this. Don't do this at home, kids, which you wouldn't be at home if you're driving the car. Shut up, Carl. Leonard Fournette, definitely start him. Rashad Perryman, definitely good plug and play. Let's go. Jay's plug of the week. I mean, Leonard Fournette, not a bad plug for sure. That's that's for sure. Hey, we got another question while Jay was plugging Leonard Fournette and Perryman by our friend Jay Law TV. Would you put Clyde's Edward Hilaire over Leonard Fournette or Christian Kirk or keep them both in? So would you sub Clyde's Hilaire for Fournette or Christian Kirk? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 gonna go with Leonard Fournette and Kirk. Yeah, I, I just think the Fournette's gonna get the heavy workload. Um, Clyde Edwards is is he's kind of like in that timeshare with the Chiefs, but I'm I'm gonna go with Fournette. He has not, nobody to look over his shoulder. So, Justin, who are you liking that one? Yeah, I'm gonna agree with OJ on this one. I mean, Clyde Edwards Alaire has been very efficient with his touches. He's made shit happen, but he's getting limited touches. You know, he's getting like. 10 to 15 a game total, not even rushes, just touches. When you got Christian Kirk, who's getting 12 targets a game, and then you got, you know, Leonard Fournette, who's going to be overloaded in this game with targets and touches, I'm just going to stick with the volume. Fred, do you agree? Agreed, because you got a true wide receiver one and a true running back one where Clyde Hilaire is more like a two. So. Yeah, make that another clean sweep. I like that as well. Um, you know, again, should be a big game for Leonard Fournette. They're going to use him a lot. Christian Kirk, obviously, they're going to need him this week against this Chargers defense. No matter if Justin Herbert or Chase Daniels playing, they're going to put up points, so they're going to have to put up as well. Um, J-Law also said, my team is so confused this week. Trust me, I feel you. TSSFantasy.com, look at our rankings, my brother, and go shop around. Definitely do that. Um, or sister, my bad, I can't tell. Um, so it is, it is 2020, my bad. All right, let's go on to our next matchup. Saints at Carolina. Saints lead the series 29 to 26. Um, they actually split the series last year. Saints won 18 to 10, and Carolina won 26 to 7 last year. Panthers are favored by two and a half, and the over under is 41. Justin, who you like in the matchup? I like the Panthers, and I think it's just because they have more of their players structurally intact right now. Um, and I mean structurally intact because Jameis Winston's back is just absolutely getting crippled back there. I heard he had four broken bones in his back. I'm just like, why, man? Like, why are you putting yourself through this? Just go and heal up for a couple of weeks and let somebody else take it. Um, I think the Panthers have been really close these past two games. A lot of people are hating on Baker. For me, Baker's doing his job. He's doing his game manager. He's not really losing the game for him, but he's not winning it for him. I think this game, Christian McCaffrey continues to get right. DJ Moore gets right, and I think the Panthers take it to the Saints. OJ, who you like? I like the Saints. I think um, Jameis Winston is going to um, have a comeback game and not throw three interceptions this week. So I like the Saints. I like Thomas. I like Kamara. I even like Taysom Hill. So I think the Saints will have a good game this week. Fred, what say you? Yeah, I agree with the juice over here. Uh, I just can't believe in Carolina. I think it's not good. So definitely go to Saints. 
Oh, Taysom Hill could be an interesting play today. You mentioned the back injury by uh, for Jameis Winston. So if you can put him in your tight end slot, you might see him throwing a few passes today, um, especially getting in at the goal line. So I like him, especially as a plug and play as well. All right, let's go to the Eagles at Commanders. The Commanders lead this series 88 81 to 5. Um, Eagles swept them last year 20 to 16 and 27 to 17. Eagles are favored by six and a half, and the over under is 47 and a half. Greg, what say you? I like the Eagles this game, but I want to start with the Commanders because Carson Wentz has been a pleasant surprise at quarterback. He's quarterback number four scoring, so I think he's going to have a good game as well. Um, Gibson, I think Gibson's hearing the footsteps of Brian Robinson because that kid is getting more healthy as, as the weeks goes on. But Hurst, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, the Eagles just look great so far this, this year, and I'm going to ride with Hurst. Fred, who you like? Oh, I got to go to the Eagles, man, and they're looking so good. I mean, Jalen Hurts is looking looking awesome this year. So um, I think the Eagles continue to dominate. Yeah, I like that as well. OJ, um, sorry, Justin, what say you? I, I'm gonna break the break the Eagles curve here. I'm gonna go with the Commanders. I think uh, at this point, it's it's the Commanders at home. Uh, I think there is something to be having a home field advantage. It's a divisional game. They always get played tougher. And you know, the difference last year is that they got Carson Wentz now. They ain't playing with Taylor Heineke. So you know, I think that Carson Wentz can carve up that defense. It's a revenge game, and the Commanders get some pressure on Jalen Hurts this week. You're out on your own this week. I definitely like the Eagles big this week. It's going to be a fun game. And we know you picked the Commanders to win the NFC East, so you got to ride that train. I feel you. All right, Fred, I didn't put this in your uh, thing yesterday, so you don't have to break this down if, you, if, you, if you're not ready. But Detroit and Minnesota, I had messed up my, uh, my little thing there. But anyway, I just wanted to – it was yours to break down. I can break it down for you. However. No, 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 I got this. I got All right, this. cool. Vikings lead this series 79-40-2. Uh, strangely enough, the Vikings um, are, excuse me, the Vikings are favored by six. The over-under is 52 and a half. Last year, um, looks like they split. Vikings won 19 to 17. The Lions won 29 to 27 in Minnesota. Interesting enough. What do you say, Fred? I'm really starting to respect the Detroit Lions and the way they're building stuff out mm. there, but... This is not Monday night where where uh, Cousins always messes up the game or some <laughs> shit happens. So this week is the, the makeup game. Cousins has a great game. They're at home. This is the bounce back game. I'm going with the Vikings. Definitely get right for the Vikings. I totally agree with you. Um, Justin, what say you? Uh, yeah, Vikings all the way. Greg? I mean, it's going to be a hard fart game by Detroit, but Vikings will pull it out. Yeah, I think we all agree. Vikings are going to look good today. Dalvin Cook's a play. Justin Jefferson's a play. You play your Vikings in. And like Fred said, respectively, the Lions are starting to come to play a little bit as well. So definitely uh, take note of that. All right. Well, again, let's take a quick break from our breakdown. And let's hear from our boy, Mikey Betts, who, by the way, is on his bachelor party in Vegas. So congratulations, by the way, on the wedding. And even from Vegas, our boy, even though it's from the airport, gave us some bets for the week. All right, guys, uh, welcome back. We are in uh, Vegas, so I'm going to give out the picks here. Figure it's the best time to do it. Um, we're going to start off with uh, Colts plus five and a half right now. It was plus six, but 
plus five and a half looks juicy. Uh, Shaq Leonard is back. We got the Dolphins at home. The line moved from plus six to plus five. Plus five for the Dolphins. I'm going to take that as well. Fuck it, right, Jason? Fuck it. So we're, we're just going to do that. Um, Eagles, minus six and a half. I feel like this is a trap game. I feel like the Commanders are supposed to win this game. But I'm still going to take the Eagles. The way the Eagles look Monday night against the Vikings, Kirk Cousins stinks, like I said, on Monday night football. I'm going to go ahead and take the Eagles, minus six and a half. I'm also going to look at the rushing yards for Antonio Gibson. I love number 15 and a half for him. And I'm going to go nibble on uh, over 15 and a half, or over 21 and a half reception yards for uh, J.D. McKissick. So we're going to do that. We're going to move it down, and we're going to go to the Titans. They're plus two and a half right now. Earlier in the day, they were plus five. The line keeps moving. Plus 110 money line, I'm going to take them. I feel like Mike Rabel just got embarrassed on Monday Night Football. The Raiders aren't as good as they think they are. Mike Rabel's better. I, I like the coach. I'm going to take Mike Rabel. Um, and then we're going to move it to... Nope, we're not going to pick the Packers because the Packers stink. You better we're going to go stop. to the game that me and my buddies are going to my, for my bachelor party. Cardinals versus the Rams. We're going to take the Rams minus two and a half here. I hope the Rams pound the fucking Cardinals. I hate the Cardinals. They stink. They're losers. They're bums. So that's going to be my best play of the day is Rams minus three and a half. Also going to take it back to the Colts game. Colts over 84 and a half rushing yards for Jonathan Taylor against the Kansas City Chiefs. Thanks. All righty, Mikey Betts. Thank you so much. Good bets for the week. And congratulations once again. Hope you enjoy your bachelor party. Should be a good fancy bonanza for you over there. All right, let's go to the 4 o'clock. Jaguars versus the Chargers. The Chargers lead the series 9-3. Last time they played was in 2020. Chargers won 39-29. Chargers um, lead this series by, or excuse me, Chargers are favored by three, and the over-under is 42.5. Fred, I wrote you down for this one. I hope that's correct. What you got? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You're on mute. Uh, I didn't want you guys to hear <laughs> uh, it, it's so hard because I believe the Jaguars are getting better, and, and Herbert really makes a difference. But you still got talented Eckler, and you got the receivers back. So I'm gonna go with the Chargers, um, and, but it's not gonna be a big blow. I think it's actually gonna be a pretty good game and a little interesting one as well. Yeah, definitely, I do agree. Justin, what say you? Defense will win this game. Mm-hmm. Every time that the Jaguars have more than five pressures on. Um, 
Trevor Lawrence. He seems to have a bad game. So I think the Chargers bring the heat this week. And, you know, like Fred said, they run the ball. And they're just overall the better team. So I think that they'll win this game. I think the Chargers are a great play defensively, uh, fantasy-wise. Greg, who you like? Chargers. Even though Justin Herbert is going to be banged up, I still expect him to pull this game out. Chargers yeah. all day. Clean sweep across the board. Chase McDaniels, I think it doesn't matter. Uh, they do win this matchup. Let's go to a barn burner here with Atlanta at the Seahawks. The Seahawks lead the series 12-8. to eight. Um, The last time they played was in 2020. Seahawks won 38-25. to 25. Seahawks are favored by one, and the over-under is 42. Greg, what do you say? This is Snorefest number two, Jason. You gave me the two worst games to freaking break down this week. If you have any player in this game, call Justin so he can pray over you because this is going to be terrible. If you have Young Ho Cook, that's be the best play this week. <laughs> but I got Seattle because of home field advantage. Like I'm, I'm not even watching this shit. <laughs> Greg's thinking about breakfast with the cook and the bacon. All right, Justin, yeah, what say you? <laughs> well, uh, like uh, like OJ said, you might want to pray over this one. <laughs> pray that Kyle Pitts gets right in this game because if he ain't getting right in this game, there might be bigger problems on your fantasy team going forward. Uh, I think Atlanta takes this one. Um, the Seahawks just they show absolutely nothing since winning the Super Bowl versus Russell Wilson. So I'm just gonna go with Atlanta. I think that they have more. They they've been competitive with better teams. Brad, what say you? Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to pick Seattle because of the 12th man. I think they're at home. I, I, but, but like I said, my, my concern is, like he just said, man, Kyle Pitts, where are you? Since you guys got Drake London over there, he's been nowhere. But I, I'm sorry, Drake London today, so let's go. Yeah, this is a, again, Derrick Henry get right game. I think it's a definitely Kyle Pitts get right game, too. I like, I said, def, um, defensively, these teams are just kind of mid, mid road and maybe even worse than that. So, I, again, could be a nice fantasy day, even though the matchup isn't that great. Um, Justin, let's go to a matchup that um, should be on paper, of course, it would be like, oh, it's Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. But this might actually be the snore fest of the day. The Packers versus the Bucks. The Packers lead the series 33 23 and 1. The last time they played last year, the Bucks won thirty-one to twenty-six. The Bucks, Bucks, excuse me, are favored by one and a half. The over/under is forty-two. Who do you like in the matchup? Uh, well, Tom Brady should be saying a little prayer for uh, his wide receiver core today. <laughs> he should be saying a little prayer that all those hamstring injuries somebody pulls through. Um, at this game, I like the Packers. They're the healthier team. The defense is good. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, whatever you want to say about him, he's still a good quarterback. He's still going to get the ball out to Alan Lazard. He's still going to get to Aaron Jones. A.J. Dillon's going to run the ball really efficiently. Uh, I think that this is going to be a very low-scoring game, and it might actually be the snooze fest of the week, but I think that the Packers will come through with this win. Greg, what say you? I got the Packers because if this was Tom Brady, maybe in his 20s with this, he might pull it out, but – 45-year-old Tom Brady, no receivers, and Rodgers. This used to be a cool matchup. I don't know about today, but Fred, what say you? Going with the Bucks. I don't know how we keep just saying Tom Brady. is. It's Tom Brady, dude. How we keep going against them? Like, I think I think they're running game. It's hot as hell in Tampa, like Jay said earlier. I, I think the Bucks pull it off at home. 
Yeah, I mean, the Bucks defensively are very good. I don't know if it's Tom Brady that's really doing it for him right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. That makes them, to me, that I talked about it earlier in the week, that makes them really dangerous. We've been talking about how they've been struggling. Well, guess what? They're undefeated right now. So, you know, struggling as they are. However, I'm still going with the Packers today. I like the upset. I, like <laughs> I do like them to take the Bucks. I think they're just too injured. I mean, the bottom line, and I just don't. I think, you know, with Aaron Rodgers coming in, yeah, it's – and, you know, again, you talk about the running game. Well, not only do the Packers have – they have two good running backs they can throw in this matchup, especially if it gets wet. Got A.J. Dillon. I like to see that matchup. So, we'll see. This could be an interesting matchup for sure. We got three more games to break down, but before we do that, you guys have been making all these references to them. It's Sunday. You know we got to hear from our fantasy Jesus. I'm here to save your fantasy roster. Good morning, TSS Fantasy. This is the Fantasy Jesus here to deliver your gospel of the week. First off, we're starting with Kirk Cousins versus Detroit. Love the matchup. Detroit is currently allowing the third most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. Sounds like a day that Kirk Cousins is going to eat to me. And guess what? He's not in prime time, so you don't got to worry about starting or sitting him this week. Next up, I got Cordero Patterson going to Seattle. Now, Seattle has allowed the most receiving yards to the running back, and they are top 10 in rushing yards to the running back. What does that mean for a wide back like Cordero Patterson? It means that he has a good chance to go medieval on the Seahawks. Then we have the Holy Grail, the one and only Devontae Adams. Still getting seven targets last week. He just couldn't get it done as far as receptions and yards. He still got the touchdown. This week, going against the team that just allowed 148 yards and three touchdowns to Stephon Diggs, I'm looking at Devontae Adams as a must-play this week. Irv Smith Jr. is my tight end. I love Irv Smith Jr. after last week. He almost had two tight ends, or two touchdowns, and I think that he's going to get another touchdown this week. I think the offense really opens up, uses more of Adam Thielen, uses more of Irv Smith, maybe some Dalvin Cook in there, too. All you need is 12 points from a tight end to make it a good week. I think Irv Smith gets you there this week. And then my final play, the Green Bay Packers defense. Love the defense against the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are down to their fourth, fifth wide receiver at this point. Tom Brady's looking a little beat up back there. I like the Packers to take it to Tom Brady, maybe make him force an interception or two and take this game. So I'm going with the Green Bay Packers defense as my DFS defense of the week. And back to you, Kamish. Thank you, Fantasy Jesus. We appreciate all of your inspiration. Um, J-Law had a question. I guess we were talking about um, Kirk a little bit and then made J-Law question, what, do you think you would go Drake London over Kirk? Kick it around the table. Greg, you say no? No. Stay with Kirk. Kirk's the true number one wide receiver out there. And I have a funny feeling that they're going to force the ball to, to Kyle Pitts this week in Atlanta. All right, Fred, what say you? I don't know. I, I kind of like Drake London, man. He's been coming on strong lately. I mean, he's playing Seattle, but it's not really good. He's playing the Chargers. He's still got a solid defense. So I'm going to take Drake London this week. Justin? Yeah, I'm going to go with OJ. Don't get cute with it. Just stick with your number one guys. You know, everybody wants to be like, oh, but Kirk's been a number two in the past. Well, he's a number one now. Just came off of two touchdowns. Take this man seriously. He's going to get you 10 targets and – 100 yards every single week. 
Don't be riding that Atlanta offense. It's it's putrid. Yeah, it is pretty bad, but they have been targeting London a lot. Um, so it's not a bad question to propose. It's possible he has a good game, but, like, I think I agree with the fellas. I think this is a Kyle Pitts get right game. So that means less targets for Drake. So we'll see how it goes. I got cute right. on that one. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Let's go <laughs> to the Rams and Cardinals. Should be a fun fantasy bonanza for sure. Rams lead the series 47-39 and 2. Rams swept them last year 34 to 11 and 30 to 23. The Rams are favored by three and a half. The over under is 44 and a half, which I'd take all day long. Fred, I, who are you liking this matchup? Look, look, this is my upset special of the week right here. Ooh. The With the hammer. They're going to win. They're going to put the hammer on the Rams. I, I Listen, listen. I know everybody wants Super Bowl chairs. Listen, the Cardinals have to win. I think Kyler Murray has a big game. It's at home. So, yes, I am going in this fantasy bonanza. Mm. Pick of the week. Let's go Cardinals. Upset pick of the week is the Arizona Cardinals. Justin, what say you? Yeah, do you guys know what Kyler Murray's record is against the Rams in his three years? You're about to tell us. Is one in five. They <laughs> own that booty. Ooh. They own that booty. More ass. It's more ass. They own it. And I don't think it's going to end here. I think that Kyler Murray, little Mighty Mouse over there, doing his work last week against the Raiders. That was nice. But I think it goes back to normal. I think it goes back to the Cardinals not having good defense and having a, an okay offense without DeAndre Hopkins. So I think the Rams take this one and make it one and six. Ooh. Well, all right. Well, that's definitely interesting. Greg, what do you say? Um, the Rams have been all, you know, up and down. They haven't looked like the Rams from last season, but never doubt a heart of a champion. So going with the Rams, I think they get it right this week against Kyler Murray and the hapless Arizona Cardinals. Fred, that makes you our lone wolf for this one, sir. All right, let's go on to the next. Oh, this is the 8 o'clock one. San Francisco treat at the Denver Broncos. Um, excuse me because I lost my notes. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. So San Francisco playing at Denver. Um, just here it is. 49ers lead the series 8 to 7. Um, 49ers, last time they played was 2018. They won 20 to 14. Obviously, uh, very different teams at this time. Broncos uh, are favored by one and a half, and the over-under is 45 and a half. Justin, what say you? And that's a fair representation right there. When you look at the record that Russell Wilson has against the 49ers, it's pretty incredibly lopsided. He's, he's only lost three games in his entire career to the 49ers. So I completely understand when everybody says Denver is going to win this game because of Russell Wilson. But I will say this, Russell Wilson has been – yeah, he's been pretty bad these past couple times against the 49ers. He's never gotten 300 yards against them, and I don't think he's going to start this week. He's also looked very skeptical in these like past couple games. He's missed a lot of passes high. I, I don't know. I think that the 49ers defense finally gets their payback on both Seattle and Russell Wilson in back-to-back weeks. They got it against Seattle. Now it's time to cash in on Russell Wilson's ass without Seattle and Pete Carroll backing them up. So I think this week the 49ers take it. Oh, of course he thinks that. Uh, Greg, what do you think? <laughs> Niners, baby. The Jimmy G's back. They about to do the pound and ground game that they used did they used last season. 
I just see the same thing happening this Niners all day. Fred, do you agree? No, nah, I don't agree. They're in Maha. It's in Denver. I mean, I, 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 Jimmy G's back in the system, but I, I think Russell Wilson has a big game this week. It's time for them to get right. We think we think they're better than what Denver should be better than this. Let's go Denver. Fred breaking from the pack once again. Mm-hmm. Our lone wolf in this one as well. Wow. I mean, again, this is an interesting game. Uh, but I like the 49ers defense actually a little better. Right now, this Broncos def- uh, excuse me, team is just not very coached very well, um, quite frankly. So I like the scheme sh- um, they're going to bring with the 49ers. I don't believe uh, right now in Denver they haven't really shown much. Let's finish up with our Monday Niner, Dallas at the Giants. Cowboys lead the series 71-47-2. and two. Last time they uh, played was last year where the Cowboys swept them 21-6, 44-20. The Giants are favored by one, and the over-under is 39. Greg, what do you like? I'm going with the Giants, man. It's something different. It's something in the air in New York. You got the Yankees winning. You got the Mets winning. You had the Jets winning last week. So why not? The Giants this week, Saquon, I think, is going to have a huge game. Um, That Cowboys offense is just still like, eh, they're not going to score enough points, I think, to keep up with the Giants. So I got Giants, Saquon coming back with a big game, Giants all day. Fred, what say you? The, the difference in the air is Brian Dable. He knows how to win, and he's, and he's making his team of believers. I mean, I think they're going to win. I think they go to 3-0, and and what, what better way to set up than an NFC East showdown with the Eagles? Mm, yeah, that's going to be big uh, next week, talking about big games. All right, Justin, what say you? Man, I hate the Cowboys, but I'll tell you what. That defensive effort against Joe Burrow, you gotta respect it. You gotta respect that. Um, and, and you know, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys just because I want the QB controversy. I want them to be like, "Hey, well, what if Cooper Rush? Maybe we don't need that press." <laughs> Jerry Jones is whack ass saying that shit. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys in this one. I, I mean, it, I love it that New York's back, but at the same time, I still don't trust it until I see it. I don't know. You got to rack up like three or four wins before I'm like, all right, New York's back. Yeah, um, yeah I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that again. I'm gonna you know echo your statement. That consistency we've talked about that a lot, and just over the years, I just I'm not ready to believe in this Giants team yet. And I do like the Cowboys defense. Actually, I think that they you know they're gonna make plays against Danny Dimes. We know he likes to make mistakes, and it's Monday night, so he's got the lights on him. I like Cowboys in this matchup. By the way, I do want to say, though, I kind of understood what Jerry Jones was saying. He was like, he was like, listen, bro, I want to I want a QB controversy because that means we're winning, essentially. All right. We're about to head out. But before we do, Aaron has a question today. Kirk or Tua? So I'm I'm believe that's Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Yeah. So Kirk Cousins or Tua today. Let me say it again. Kirk Cousins or Tua. Let's go around. Justin, who do you like? Well, I'm going to stick with the fantasy Jesus on this one. I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. I just like I, – I love the matchup against Detroit. Tua's got a good matchup too, but there's still the risk that he's going to pull Tua move and throw a pe- an interception or two. So I think Kirk gets a, gets a clean game this week. How about a Tua move? All right, go ahead, Greg. We like <laughs> – Man, I tell you, I, it hates me saying this, but Tua, Tua look has looked good, and like we mentioned, the Buffalo Bills back in on their defense is 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 shaky. They're missing. They're gonna miss Micah Hyde. That's a big part of their defense. So, I like Tua. All right, what do you got, Fred? Let me tell you how to Break beat the tie. Ready? 
keep one cornerback on one side of the field and put everybody else to the right because he's going to roll to the left, right? So this is what you got to do. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. He's going to have a big game. Get Detroit. Put five quarterbacks on that side and one on the right. Aaron, thank you so much for the question. And I say you put – I know I like Kirk Cousins today a lot. Mind you, he's one of my stardoms. Um, as well, but um, I gotta say, man, with the injuries that are going on in Buffalo, we're in tune for a big fantasy game today from our boy Tua and America's team. All right, guys, well, you have a great Sunday, it's big game. Check us out on social media, I'll have lots of videos down there, down in Miami, as we get ready for big game Sunday. We appreciate you guys. Check us out on Monday for Overreaction Monday, and we are out. We're on a mission to miss God. We're on a mission to miss God. We're on a mission to miss God. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.